0: a mom have you ever wondered at what point your own thoughts blew the coop and are replaced by the sounds of your children
1: have you ever found yourself searching for a laundry room a closet or a bathroom where you can sneak away without anyone taking notice all in the hopes of maybe getting a few minutes to call a friend and reacquaint yourself with adult conversation
2: you are listening to the attic breakdown with angela heather and danielle best friends who just happen to be sisters we'll be discussing topics like the bliss of reality tv kids, food, fashion, childhood, and the dreaded
0: roller coaster of diet and exercise. So grab a glass of wine or that last can of sparkling water you have hidden in the back of the fridge and come hang out with us.
3: I try to stay polite. I'm overly polite, apparently, my wife says. Uh, When my wife and I walk down the street, we have totally different styles. When she walks down the street, she does not care what anyone thinks about her in any situation. She's my hero. When I walk down the street, I need everyone to like me so much, (laughs) it's exhausting. (laughs) My wife said that walking around with me was like walking around with someone who's running for mayor of nothing. the reason i play this for you is so we can discuss people pleasing which is a real struggle for me
0: oh me too yeah i mean even like it was exacerbated by covid and having to wear a mask because i wasn't sure if people were seeing that i was smiling at them yep or like with my eyes like acknowledging their presence so then i started like Waving to everybody. (laughs) I mean, they don't care. I don't have to wave at everybody, but I feel like if I come a certain distance to them, which is now no more than six feet, of course, (laughs) I have to acknowledge them. I don't want them to think I'm being rude.
3: Yeah. So, what does that come from?
0: I think it comes from um, an insecurity and like needing to be accepted by everybody. that, That perhaps, but like Jordan is.
1: Literally, when he's out in public running for the mayor of nothing, (laughs) I mean, but I don't, you don't strike me as someone who's seeking approval. So it's this weird other personality that you have. Like it's, you know, we'll be with the kids and there's a person eight feet ahead and he's already telling the kids to watch out. (laughs) And I'm like, that person is the grown ass adult over there. Let them watch out. They're children. (laughs) But it's like this, you're in a constant like. I know. Your head's on a swivel, mm-hmm. looking out for anyone that we could potentially bother.
3: I, I mm-hmm. care a whole great yes. deal about what people think about me, and that's terrible. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, I don't no, know.
1: no, but only of strangers. Well,
3: no, I mean, I, I care <laughs> what other people think about me too, though. Yeah, but but also strangers. Yeah. So, I uh, I think what what I found interesting as I was doing a little bit of reading on this topic is that it's like. It's a need, not not a want, but a need for the approval of other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it I think it referred to it as an emotional need. I actually found from I'm I'm gonna cite something that I did a lot of reading on because I don't want to completely rip them off without giving them credit. So. I read an article from August of 2019 from Psychology Today that was entitled, Beware, people-pleasing behaviors can backfire. Learn to say no and put yourself first. And it was written by Dr. Jennifer Gutman, a psychologist. She says, a universally accepted definition of a people-pleaser is a person who has an emotional need to please others, often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. And that's basically me.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
2: that doesn't make sense with your birth order.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what I
2: was just googling when I <laughs> half listened to you. Yeah, yeah. she half listened, Because <laughs> huh. you're the baby.
3: And so what?
2: Yeah, you should be more of an intention seeker. Mm-hmm. Um, people pleasing is more middle child behavior.
3: Hmm.
1: And see, that's where it's confusing because I feel like like when we're in a group of people i guess you're you're better now this is becoming a jordan show i know mm. you're you've matured <laughs> so this we'll isn't get as to you much second. of an issue <laughs> but i feel like years ago like when we were hanging out with people and stuff you would make jokes at the expense of anyone you didn't really mind if you offended anyone um, and that was people you knew but it was like strangers You were hypersensitive of them, but like the people you knew, it was like, you didn't really, you didn't seem too bothered by whether or not you had their approval, but Hmm. maybe you overcompensated. (laughs) Pendulum swung (laughs) too
3: far. Yeah, I don't know. It is complex. Do you feel,
0: well, do you feel like you've always felt that way or is it in the last 10 years?
3: Um. I think I became aware of it within the last handful of years, but I -hmm. I think I can look back now and see that it was somewhat of a trait, though. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I I probably over-exaggerate, like, by the way, that was John Mulaney, uh, his his, um, monologue from SNL, I think the first time he hosted. Anyway, the guy's genius. So Mm -hmm. funny. But- I, first time I heard it, I also remember being like, that's me. Like, I am absolutely walking around like I am running for mayor of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I I think I started hearing people talk about people pleasing like it was uh, this, like, major character flaw. And I remember thinking, like, oh, come on. If, like, if that's the worst problem you have, people pleasing, then you're doing pretty good in life. But the more I started kind of looking into it and realizing what it was and the implications of it, I started realizing how much like it kind of jacks with your, your uh, psyche Mm -hmm. and the way you deal with other people, the way you make decisions, the uh, you know, you do a lot of things for other people that you otherwise would not do purely because you want their approval. Mm -hmm. You want to be liked, you want to be respected, you want that positive feedback and so I don't know. I mean, I think I have a bit of an artist temperament. And so I think some artists, maybe not all, do have that really strong need for the approval of others. And then mm-hmm. there's the other ones who probably are like, screw it. This is my art. I, you know, I do it however I want to do it, but I'm certainly not that person. <laughs> so I don't know. Do you not find that at all, Angela, as a creative person, as a creative I think there's something different
2: between people pleasing and wanting approval. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think
3: you can want the approval of others without necessarily being like a chronic people pleaser. Mm-hmm. But if you are a people pleaser, you do want the approval of others. So it doesn't necessarily go both ways. Well, I think with, the time.
2: with your art if you don't have the approval, then it's because our art is so connected to us. So it's an affront to you. Like if someone doesn't like your music or mm-hmm. your photography or what else, your videography, your tables, my your co- tails, your crocheting, your cutting board. <laughs> your shiplap. <laughs> then they're then when you're in that mindset, then to you they're saying they don't like you if they don't like your art or something that you've created. Mm-hmm. But to me, people pleasing because I feel like. Up until recently, this is therapy, Angela. Mm-hmm. Like, I am armed with so many hours of therapy. I really think <laughs> I've lost all my people pleasing. I'm still going to be nice. Good. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. It's a really well, major breakthrough. You, yeah, it was definitely toxic. But I'm still a nice person. I, I think yeah. I'm still a nice person.
3: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Not as nice as you used to be. Still, <laughs> used to say yes a lot more. So that's a little <laughs> annoying. So
2: true. <laughs> Basically, I don't care what Jordan thinks of <laughs> <Right>? me anymore. <laughs>
3: yeah, well. Um,
2: So I think breaking free of of that is a a big thing, but there is – I don't know. I think it's different with – from the artist side of people-pleasing and and that approval. At Mm -hmm. least – or maybe that's something else I need to – maybe that's part two I need to delve into more.
3: Maybe so. Maybe so.
2: But where do you think that comes from deep down, the people-pleasing thing? Is it something from
0: childhood?
3: I really don't know. I have no idea. I mean, that's – go ahead. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I am not an artist, (laughs) but I – have an intense need to please other people and it used to be really bad um, in my friend choices when I was younger and you know part of growing up is learning how to weed. you know the people who just take and take and take from you out of your life so I feel like I've done better there but um, it was Ben's sister like stopped me mid-sentence once and she she put her hand on my leg and she said you have to stop saying sorry Cause I say sorry all of the time for anything and everything like to strangers or to anyone like I might, you know, brush your shoulder. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Always being loud. I'm sorry. And remember we talked about in another episode that I care so much about (laughs) <laughs> what people think that I'll apologize for things they haven't even noticed yet. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yes. you know, or for things that oh, I'm sorry, this may not be ready on time or whatever. Like it's I I apologize for hypotheticals, right? But I, I just think it's something that's like so hardwired in your brain. And again, I'm not sure of the origin. I think for me, a lot of it stems from I've had you know a lot of insecurities. Um throughout my life and so I've always felt like that part of me is just you know my insecurity coming out right um but I I don't know it's getting better as I get older Mm -hmm. I have noticed that
3: yeah
1: yeah I feel like I feel like I've struggled with that some but I've started sort of doing the whole Like if I'm in the store or something and the kids are loud or I have to walk in front of someone's cart, like I'll say sorry if I have to pass between an aisle and a cart when that person has blocked the Mm -hmm. aisle. I'm sorry. Yes. I have to inconvenience you to move. And Mm -hmm. I've just started like thinking like, am I actually bothered by the things that I'm apologizing for? Mm -hmm. No, I am not. I am not bothered by...
3: You mean if the roles were reversed? Well, yeah, like if, if yeah.
1: this child bumped into me, or if this cart went in front of me, or yeah. whatever it may be, I'm not bothered by that. So I've started to stop apologizing. Yeah,
3: but you know, for what? the
1: things I'm not bothered by, if it were reversed, you're a silly. decent
3: person though, and not everybody's like that. Like, what you do would, you mean? I, there are a lot of people out there who, if your kid brushes up against them in the aisle. Will become enraged. I mean, I remember, right. and then I will
1: kick their ass. Like I almost <laughs> did at the grocery store. Do you remember our Lego <gasps> oh. store instance yes. many Wait, years ago? What? What happened at the Lego store or the grocery store?
0: Well, which one's more dramatic? They're both dramatic. Lego mm. store.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's smaller,
0: so okay. It was probably more dramatic. I'm just we were it. in
1: the Lego store at the mall, and it's a very small store, yes. and it was ma- terribly crowded. Yeah, it was pre- a Saturday,
3: pre-pandemic years and ago, and it was
1: shoulder to shoulder. And Sammy bumped into a guy, and the guy was there with his wife, and like no children were with them. So these are just grown-ass humans in the Lego store, which is fine, but mm-hmm. understand that it's a kid's store. So Sammy knocks into him, and he turns around, and I forget what he said.
3: I don't know what he said. It was but aggressive. It was, it was very much in like me? a, hey, watch out kind of thing mm-hmm. to my kid, oh. and I...
1: Sammy and I exited the store quickly, <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> and Jordan got in the man's face. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And what'd you say?
3: So I basically said to the guy, uh, you probably feel like a real big man now that my eight year old son with autism just bumped into you and you threatened him. Um, and I said, if you have a problem with him, then why don't you take it up with me and not him? And he got very confrontational. We got up, <gasps> he in, did? Well, we just got up in each other's faces, oh and it was very much a. But I wasn't backing down. Was he a had
0: a retort to that.
3: Yeah, but you know, people double down. Oh. They like to double down. But when you would got something right. really in that stupid.
1: instance a person would be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry," yeah. or something. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, he's like, I didn't have any way to know. I was like, well, it shouldn't matter whether yeah. whether he has autism or not. You shouldn't have done that with anybody. But yeah. A child with autism sometimes doesn't have the spatial awareness that other people do. So it's just a little like, hey, have a paradigm shift, my friend, and Mm -hmm. why don't you not screw around with my eight-year-old. And so anyway, it didn't come to anything.
0: Heather is a great human. Most people are assholes. Mm -hmm. Maybe the majority (laughs) of people out there are assholes.
3: Not our listener, though.
0: No, 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 no. no. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No. Who's to say?
3: (laughs) Uh, No, but I mean, I wouldn't say most people are assholes, but there's there's a lot.
1: There's a lot. Well, there was the one in the grocery store.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so what's that?
1: (laughs) And Sammy, again, bumped into someone. But this was a very gentle, like, the lady actually came into our space. So it's not like he wandered over into hers. She Mm -hmm. was in our space. She bumped him. Or he bumped her and she turned around and at him, and he was probably seven or eight at the time, um, said, you need to watch where you're going. And I walked away from my cart because she then Mm -hmm. turned and walked away. And I left my cart, walked over to her, and I said, don't you ever speak to someone else's child that way. That is so rude. I told her he had autism. I was like, you should know better. And she told me to mind my business. (gasps) No And I said he is my business. Oh, oh hell that's like from a movie. I stared her mic drop. down. Wow. Nice. I've never been so hot in my life. Oh
3: man. <laughs> so that comes from but, a that comes from a strong hatred. I think we both have it. But I think a lot of people <laughs> do. Now, strong uh, let, let me Finish clarify. That. Finish that. Hatred of me. bullies. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yes, yes, for and, sure. Yeah.
3: And so I think when you feel like your child, especially mm-hmm. this child, you know, is being unfairly treated, man, mm-hmm. that tendency to wanna take the bully down mm-hmm. comes out in force. So I don't know. I'm not a Particularly skilled uh, combat uh, comb- combatants, um, Combatant. but I do think I could. I do think I could. You could have take, taken that old woman. I could woman. have taken that dude down. I probably could have taken the old woman down too. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think so. Was she old? Did you say she was old?
1: The for lady in I heard Old. She was middle aged. <gasps> oh boy. She moved slowly. <laughs> I could have taken her down no matter Karen.
0: what. Karen. <laughs> so she was Karen. She was
1: a Karen. But I feel like that is the kind of thing, though. I don't really care what she thought of me, and I know yeah. I feel like I—I I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm more concerned about what the people close to me think than I do about any stranger anywhere. Yeah,
3: I don't. I think just you're, do not care. You say yes to a lot of people. Like you're definitely a servant. You do a lot of things for other people, but mm-hmm. you are not a. I don't feel like you're a chronic people pleaser Mm-mm. at all. I think you. Huh. And I think you've probably become even less so in recent years, yeah, where you're pretty. True pretty like
1: my
2: give a shit factor is low <laughs> <laughs> do you think that comes though with getting older and getting more comfortable with yourself and knowing who you are mm-hmm. and just sure i'm grips with that absolutely the middle age part because you know we're middle-aged oh god
3: danielle's not
0: yes, I, am. I thought no, that you're was
2: somebody's not. stomach 36 36 isn't middle age see, what is 60, it
0: 60 72 well we plan on least living till 80 I mean, nearly middle-aged.
3: It's sneaking you up on are you. are on
0: the wrong side of 35. I am. Gosh, don't I know it.
3: It's, don't it's stalking you it. like a mountain lion. <laughs> yeah.
0: You
2: don't have to group yourself in because I've always grouped myself <laughs> in with Heather, or Heather in with me, yeah, like, she oh, our She's like, No. You're four years older than me,
1: yeah. I was until I'm 40. Do not take me along on this ride with you, <laughs> let me have my
0: 30s, and then I'll be 45. I'll be 48 with you, whatever yeah, you will be 50 with me, though. Will no, you? Hell oh, no. gosh, oh, that's so so bad. there's this meme of someone spinning the prices right wheel, you know, like yeah. that yeah. big yeah. wheel. Uh-huh. And I've it says, to spin that. Me, too. <laughs> how I feel scrolling down to my birth year.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh it's taking gosh. longer and longer. Yeah,
2: it's so far down,
1: isn't it's it? So far. It's like it 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 assumes you're going to be like in the 2000s somewhere. Yes, so I feel I like know. it kind of starts at a weird right spot. Like, like it well, starts you're, at you're right around here.
2: 2021.
3: Yeah. Like my one-year-old is signing yeah. up for a Netflix account. I mean, what the heck?
2: What the Yeah, the 70s are way down there. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So so Danielle and I are people pleasers. Mm. Angela is, I guess, I'm a
2: recovering people pleaser. Is a recovering
3: people pleaser, and Heather is a never people pleaser. (laughs)
2: Never people pleaser.
1: Screw Uh, you.
2: Screw you.
3: She is my hero. Um, All right. So, so how about this? What do y'all think the impact of social media is on people pleasers, specifically on people pleasers?
0: Oh, detrimental. Right? Yeah. But for some reason, you know. I would say I use social media moderately, mild to moderately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nothing crazy. And it's like I don't have my hair and makeup done every time I do it. Like I'm not trying to project something that I'm not so on social
3: media. Let me ask you this though: when you, let's say you post something, you post an image of.
0: Yes, the likes and comments give me a dopamine rush. Yes, <laughs> I mean I, I think
3: I think it does for everybody, right? hundred yes, percent.
0: We all go back and check. Yeah,
3: but I would Refresh. imagine that people pleasers—it's probably way mm-hmm. more profound that, like. And, I mean, as far as our podcast, I look at the analytics on our podcast multiple times a day, every day. And, like, I had a day last week where I only looked at it, like, twice, and it was refreshing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I care just way too much about, you know, how many people are listening. Does it look like we have new listeners? Are these the same people? Uh, how much time are they spending listening? How come when we posted a 30-minute episode they only listened for 68% of the time as opposed to the other episode they listened at 92% of it? No, see, I it. can't
0: do it, and that's why I put my head in the sand because I don't want to know because mm-hmm. this is like the most – one of the most vulnerable things you can do. Is what we're doing, like talking so intimately about our lives and our brains. And I cannot handle looking at the analytics daily yes. and doing it. That's why I just, when you tell me things, I'm like, is that good? La, 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 is la, that la, bad? La. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. Can't handle it. <laughs> well, I'll do it. I'll keep doing it. <laughs> I, I do yeah. it too, though. All right. That's but not good. from
2: a people pleasing. I'm like, it's like a game, like trying to figure out, okay, what. What do you guys want to hear?
3: What connects to people? Why didn't you yeah. like
2: our parenting episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: I actually thought about that. I wondered because that episode was entitled. It was, I think, our worst performing episode. Uh-huh. We're just completely pulling the curtain back right now. <laughs> okay.
2: It was our, worst,
3: our yeah. worst performing episode. And it was, I guess, on a really surface level. It was a very cocky title it was the parent-level expert, and I thought, did that turn people off? Surely not. It, it probably didn't, but in my mind, I'm sitting there trying to figure out, well, mm-hmm. why? Why didn't people like that one? Because it, well, so it was it's... a noticeable difference on that episode versus others. Now, the other thought would just be that not everybody that listens to us is a parent, and it's so true. they might see something about parenting in the title yeah, and just be I'm like, yeah, like, eh, like, this isn't for me. But listen, be... you guys,
2: y'all missed a really informative chat. About robots <laughs> and AI. Yes. And so you you oh. need to listen to that, that, episode, that episode just Definitely. to get to that part. Yes. That was for all people. Robot no babies. Parents. That's a
1: part of everyone's future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robot yeah. babies. Yeah, so, so get ready
3: for that. I mean,
2: no, but I'm obsessed with analytics. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, especially I know. in the beginning.
3: Yeah. We would text like multiple times <laughs> a day, and be like, episode one has this many downloads today <laughs> episode it's, 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 it's really bad. bad it's a nasty obsession. but I don't
2: do it for people please I don't know why I do it I'm just obsessed with yeah, You're just bored I guess yeah I'm just I have nothing going
3: on so okay I'm just so bored I think it's time for a little break okay mm-hmm. let's go were you guys aware that April 30th is national oatmeal cookie day <laughs> And and I saw this the other day and I thought, why the hell is there an oatmeal cookie day? Like, how is it possible that there's a national oatmeal cookie day? And then I started clicking on some websites and realizing that there's this nationaldaycalendar.com that just has all all the days. I actually
0: knew that. I was going to tell you that if you didn't know already.
3: Well, no. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, but it's, (laughs) first of all. How can we make our podcast have a national day? Because it seems like it's pretty open to just about <laughs> everything. Um, I guarantee there's probably a national podcasting day. Oh. We should find mm-hmm. out what that is.
0: But I think the days were set up before
3: podcasting was a thing. There
0: are definitely 365 things. Like right? they're already set. You oh, can't do more. Yeah. It anymore.
3: Well, let me just tell you all, for example, what today is. Okay. Okay. So we're recording on May 5th. Okay. It is National Astronaut Day. <laughs> it's National Cartoonists Day.
0: Oh, there could be multiple, oh, so it's multiple things.
3: National Silence the Shame Day. Oh, N- National Totally Chipol- Chipotle Day. Oh, National Hoagie Day. It's also Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. National Bike to School Day.
2: What?
1: Bike
0: to school.
3: <laughs> it's also oh, National so Ridiculous Find Your Child That's Been Abducted Day.
0: No, no it's not. Uh,
3: That was a joke, but because of biking biking to school. school. (laughs) Um, National (laughs) Interpreter Appreciation Day. (sighs) So it's very bizarre, and I kind of feel like anything can have a national day, and I just want to figure out how we're going to get one of our own.
0: Just pick one. Not May Fifth; it's booked. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there's there's no. Well, and
3: you know, yesterday was May Fourth, which is May May the Fourth. It is Star Wars Day. Yeah. So, which is pretty great, but it's like one of the. Maybe five national days that I actually care about, and I really don't mm. care that much about it, but hmm. big Star Wars fan.
2: I like Oatmeal Cookie Day. I didn't think you would like oatmeal cookies because you don't like raisins. They don't all. Oh, no. Okay. Oatmeal chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. No, no.
1: Um, uh, <laughs> what's the sandwich place?
3: Uh, Potbelly.
1: Potbelly mm. has the most amazing oatmeal What is it? Just oatmeal?
3: Uh, I think it's oatmeal chocolate chip, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: The best it, cookie it's ever, the best ever cookie is oatmeal ever. chocolate
1: chip. 100%. Get the raisins out of there. Mm-hmm. The ones with chocolate chips yeah. are amazing.
0: I don't believe people who say that they like oatmeal raisin really like it. Mom I think does. they're lying. <laughs> no. They're lying. <laughs> no, is it dad? Dad. That's it. all he buys for
1: himself. Yeah, he he has not. all the cookies at Kroger to choose from. Sprouts, Sprouts, Ogre. and he buys chocolate chip for mom mm-hmm. and oatmeal raisin for mm-hmm. himself.
0: But it must be habit. I don't think he really likes.
3: Yeah. Them. Daniel thinks it's some complicate, complicated ruse that he's yeah. got. Where he's, because he's trying to Nobody wants somebody. a
0: raisin in their cookie because raisins
1: are disgusting. Yeah, I I As can do are raisins. raisins.
3: I can do raisins, but raisins have to be by themselves. I can only eat plain <gasps> raisins. Do not put my raisins in anything. Did Please,
2: you eat what? the little
0: tiny boxes of raisins? Yes, I little. love those. Oh so gosh. did Danielle. made? is that what yeah, they're called? Or, or I liked them when I was a toddler. Have a you video. eat them now? Well,
3: No, but if I had some at the house, I'd probably eat them.
0: No, oh. that's awful. I will never buy them. Okay. That is so disturbing mm-hmm. to me.
3: Oh, you know they come
0: out whole in your poop. Yeah, you basically just, like, squeeze the juice out of them with mm-hmm. your teeth
1: and then swallow mm-hmm. the skin. Like corn. That is, yeah, That's what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, doop, undigested. Doop. Mm-hmm. Well, spe- speaking of me-
3: Chipotle day. Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't even really care <laughs> I for don't Chipotle. like Chipotle at all. I don't like I don't mm-hmm. believe people who say, i just kidding. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I hate Chipotle though. Really? Get the cilantro yeah. out of everything. Oh,
3: that's why. <laughs>
0: I hate cilantro. cilantro. I just don't like it. Just Boy, let's just keep taste.
3: bouncing on some non sequiturs here. Wow. You, yeah. you hate cilantro, and we thought you were crazy, and then we found out that that's actually a Condition. physiological phenomenon yes. that there yes. are a group of people that have some kind of genetic thing that causes them to, like, uh, what do they say? Cilantro tastes like soap. It tastes like soap. Yes. And that's what everybody reports it as. So it's a thing.
0: I imagine like washing your mouth out with soap Mm
3: -hmm. type Mm -hmm. of thing.
0: That's what it's like for me.
3: That's so bizarre.
0: I will be like a child and go like spit my food out if it's too strong. Oh,
3: God. Now, if it's
0: been marinating in salsa or in like pico de gallo. Or something like that. If you, you can't, can't taste always it. <laughs> You can't always taste it. Because right. like the lime juice or something cuts it. But if yeah. it's like fresh cilantro that they put on a salad or something like that, it is so bad I will spit my food out and like gag. <laughs> <laughs> no matter where I am.
3: That's yeah. awful. That's sad. That is sad. cilantro is wonderful.
1: I do think, didn't I send you something? Chipotle has a sign in a parking spot that talks about people who can't eat cilantro.
2: Oh my god. No. I forget. It's like a special
1: parking spot for people who can't handle cilantro.
0: I have to look that <laughs> well, up. That's funny. But that does make Chipotle better. It does.
3: <laughs> they at least acknowledge your handicap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just their rice is cilantro rice. And I'm gonna have to ask them to get it from the back, and then I hold up the line.
3: Oh, do you really?
0: Yeah. Well, I can't I can't eat that's why I don't go there anymore. Yeah, but you when shouldn't. I did and their chicken is grisly, strike three, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Chipotle. Questionable math. Get out of here. Okay. Chipotle is amazing. No. Yeah.
3: No, it's the best. So um, Wow. Right.
2: The end, I guess. Well, it is.
3: Uh, a lot of people here locally gravitate towards free birds. Yes. I like free birds. I'm out on free birds. Why? Because it's just trying to be Chipotle.
0: Oh, what? God. Which came first? Chipotle. No, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Torches is good. I'd have to go with the bird. Yeah. <laughs> the chicken came first. The f- the foul. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
3: All right. right. I think we're done here.
0: Yeah. I always, I always get so hungry at the end of our podcast. I don't know. Seems like we talk about we, food a lot. I think we do. Mm-hmm. We talked about last meal the last time.
3: Uh huh.
0: It's got me salivating. I don't know if I can do our um, outro.
3: Oh gosh, <laughs> that sound. <laughs> Sorry. Well, let's try.
0: All right. All right, guys. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Attic Breakdown, and follow us on Twitter at Attic Breakdown. Good job. Thanks. (laughs) Let's go eat. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.